There's no doubt that small businesses are the foundation of our communities. That's why MasterCard has invested in tools to support small business owners as they grow their business. With MasterCard tools and resources, you can increase sales by shortening checkout time, broadening your customer base, and tapping into new opportunities to increase customer loyalty. So get started. Discover all the ways MasterCard can help guide, grow, and protect your business at mastercard.ca forward slash small business. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. I'm your host, Rick Spence, business journalist, editor, public speaker, and entrepreneur. After 15 years as the national entrepreneurship columnist at the National Post, and as the former editor and publisher of Profit, the magazine for Canadian entrepreneurs, I've learned what makes Canadian startups special, scalable, and successful. On this show, we connect you with Canada's most innovative and entrepreneurial leaders and changemakers. You'll meet the people driving the entrepreneurial movement and we'll share their first-person adventures and their tips, hacks, and best advice for running startup and growth companies. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 3.5 million entrepreneurs. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. To entrepreneurs everywhere, this is your show. Entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast. On the show today, we're thrilled to have Don Ludlow as Vice President of Small Business Strategy and Partnership at RBC. Don provides strategic oversight and leads a team that's responsible for delivering market-leading solutions, partnerships, and client experiences that go beyond traditional banking to help Canadian entrepreneurs start, manage, and grow their businesses. Don also manages the development of RBC's strategy for the broader business financial services portfolio, including the group's client experience, CRM, and data analytics strategies. Don joined RBC in 2001. Most recently, he was Regional Vice President of the Southwestern Ontario Region, leading a team of RBC advisors to support the growth of small and commercial business clients. Prior to joining RBC, Don served as an infantry officer in the Canadian Army, where he led soldiers on a number of domestic and international operations, and he worked in both staff and training roles. Beyond his small business clients, Don is passionate about contributing to the growth of communities and supporting military veterans. He helped to found the Treble Victor Group 3V, a network of ex-military leaders who support each other in their post-service careers. He also serves on the boards of Goodwill Industries and the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Don has an MBA from McGill University, an MSc from the London School of Economics and Political Science, and a Bachelor of Arts from the Royal Military College of Canada in Kingston. He lives in Toronto with his wife, Fiona, who is a small business owner. Don, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Rick. Great to be here. Delighted to have you here. We want to pick your brains about what's going on with small business today. You've got your your your, your fingers in 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 this community, uh, and and your people across the country, and probably no one knows more intimately what's going on than the bankers, uh, and what's really going on. We've had this pandemic state for more than a year and a half now and i'm wondering and clearly it's changed the way business is done so what pandemic related trends do you think are here to stay for entrepreneurs and small business 
in the post-COVID economy? Well, you know, I think what we've seen is that the pandemic's been a real catalyst for the setting of new business uh, priorities um, and also accelerating other trends that were already, you know, on the rise in the marketplace. And uh, as businesses continue to navigate the COVID landscape, there's a real growing sense that many of these trends are more than a pandemic fad and rather becoming the new normal for businesses and consumers. And, uh, you know, a recent survey we conducted uncovered three important trends that, uh, that we think are here to stay. So, you know, let's go through each of those briefly. The first is a growing demand for e-commerce and digital payments, you know, with the flexibility for customers to shop in store. And as we see COVID restrictions continue to change across Canada, consumers want to continue some of the shopping practices that came about as a result of the pandemic. And, that, and that's there to stay. More particularly, the top three things that consumers hope will continue post-pandemic are online shopping, curbside pickup and delivery, and personalized services. In fact, 88% of, uh, of Canadians uh, are focused on the latter. And four and five consumers say they'd like to continue to shop online at small businesses even after the economy's uh, fully opened. So really, the acceleration and importance of e-commerce and digital payments is really clear. The second significant trend is around employee wellness and overall health and safety. And this remains a top priority for understandable reasons, I think, for Canadians and businesses. Based on their experiences over the past year and a half, Canadians expect heightened hygiene standards to continue well after the pandemic. And they overwhelmingly want access to wellness and mental health benefits and resources. In fact, 87% of those surveyed said that this will remain important to them. Uh, and of note, 92% of women cite employee wellness benefits as important for small businesses to implement and continue going forward. Finally, a third trend that we believe will last is the rise of socially conscious consumers and businesses with a strong desire to shop local and support black, indigenous, and people of color-owned businesses. There's no doubt that supporting small businesses is here to stay. In fact, more than three quarters of Canadians plan on spending more at small local retail stores and restaurants to support the recovery as restrictions are lifted. So e-commerce, wellness, and socially conscious consumption, these are three trends that our research suggests will continue well beyond the pandemic. That's a really interesting list. I mean, clearly a lot of businesses have been hard hit by the changes wrought by the, 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 the pandemic, but I've certainly seen that there seems to be more support for small business. All the people who say, okay, I'm gonna, order from this restaurant because I can't go there anymore. And, and, and just because I want to support them. I found, you know, th th there's, there's a source of, th there's, there's real goodwill out there for local retail, for, 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 for local entertainment venues um, that, that I hadn't really heard expressed before. Have, have you seen that? Is that showing up in any numbers that you have? Um, you, well, yeah, absolutely. You know, three quarters, 77% of Canadians uh, want to support their uh, their uh, their local businesses, and uh, you know that that is a combination of shopping online, but also um, just uh, regular shopping through uh, bricks and mortar uh, premises. So I, I think that um, Canadians have a real desire to support their local businesses, and I think it's also important for business owners to understand that and really make sure that they stay focused on that local market. Right. I've, I've and as a consumer, I've certainly you know been frustrated when a lot of the local or smaller uh, businesses that I want to deal with when, when, when they have an old website or they don't have the e-commerce capability I'm looking for. 
And, you know, that's one of the things that COVID seems to have cleared up, that the, the, the future is for everybody to get online. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the, the rise of e-commerce and the absolute importance of it um, really comes through uh, in, uh, in our research. One of the things that, that we've noticed at Startup Canada is that entrepreneurship and just aspirations to running your own business, those have both trended up through the pandemic. What do you suppose might be behind that? Yeah, well, it might at first seem counterintuitive, but I think, you know, you'd make the observation where there's challenge, there's, there's also opportunity. And, uh, you know, for sure, the pandemic uh, disrupted so much of our lives. Um, but I think it also caused people to look at the world and their own lives through, um, you know, a different lens, which uh, allows them to see uh, maybe uh, new opportunities and the potential for, for new business ideas. I think it also follows a trend that we've seen in the past, which is where business ownership is viewed as an opportunity for individuals to create their own jobs, especially when traditional job opportunities have not been that, uh, that strong. And we've also seen new opportunities enabled by the digital economy, uh, as we just mentioned. So, you know, as we move through this recovery, there's some sectors that are, are facing unprecedented demand and real success, you know, while, while others have struggled. Uh, you know, retail and consumer services, business services, real estate and construction are all are all thriving, uh, thriving in the current environment. I'm excited by the idea that, you know, more people want to become entrepreneurs. Almost nobody succeeds if they open up a business that's exactly the same as the business down the street. So just the very act of entrepreneurship is usually an act of innovation and creation and, you know, either offering some new value or offering new solutions. So um, do you see this as the potential for um, an increase in, in, in Canadian innovation and entrepreneurship? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I think that, uh, you know, that's, there's always learnings in the struggle and, uh, and uh, you know, the Canadian business owners and I think uh, new entrepreneurs have demonstrated real innovation and agility in, uh, in not only surviving the pandemic, but, uh, but thriving as well. So I think to your point, th this speaks really well of, you know, the, the health of entrepreneurialism and, and the state of our our business environment and, and that's not to you know that's not to negate the real challenges that uh, that business owners uh, have faced and are still facing um, but uh, but I think we've also seen real strength and resilience in the in the small business sector yeah no I agree I certainly don't want to uh, gloss over the the real challenges that have been out there and you know a, a, a lot of pain and a lot of uh, uh, hard work that's keeping many businesses afloat. What do you see as some of the challenges that small business owners will be facing as, as they look to the next year in a post-COVID society that may never be entirely free of COVID? Well, I mean, there's always lots of challenges facing small business owners, um, you know, so they're constantly pivoting and adapting, whether that's to changing, you know, consumer trends or ever changing or growing competition. I think there's probably two big challenges that are top of mind for business owners that they need to uh, address as we emerge from the pandemic. And, and the first relates to supply chain delays and disruptions. Uh, and in fact, three quarters of business owners have identified this, particularly as it relates to uh, the cost and availability of goods. And, and you certainly read lots about this in the media as well. Uh, and, and, and the second big pandemic-related challenge uh, is finding quality staff. 62% of business owners uh, have noted that given all the disruption in labor markets and the fact that many people are returning to work all at once, um, you know, staffing is a, is a real challenge. So talent and supply chain, you know, management remain as 
as challenges and will remain as challenges, I think, for some time. What about the businesses that started during the pandemic? Do you think they've got what it takes to survive? Yeah. Well, on the bright side, uh, entrepreneurial drive remains you know, consistently strong in the current environment, and our, and our survey results show that. Um, and uh, in fact, all the trends and changes that we're discussing today uh, have actually attracted rather than deterred Canadian entrepreneurs. So, you know, I, I think that speaks to their resilience. And business owners are telling us that they still remain really optimistic about the future, despite all the challenges they're facing with, uh, with more than half agreeing that their business will be able to thrive without major challenges once the economy uh, opens up. And uh, I think over, over 70% of entrepreneurs um, agree that this, this new wave of competitors and transform small businesses uh, that's emerging post-pandemic uh, is really demonstrating, um, you know, how business owners' aspirations, uh, you know, will continue to grow and thrive. And I think we should all be really positive about that. I want to take a chance and and go off script to ask a question. In terms of your long-term experience with the bank and small business, you know, have you seen that, that, that have you seen any evidence firsthand that entrepreneurs across the country are developing resilience, that they are getting uh, smarter about digital. Is that something that you've actually been able to see or is it just all sort of survey led? No, for sure. And in fact, in my, my 20 years at the bank, 13 of them have been in, uh, in client facing roles. So, you know, I've had a chance to, to, uh, to observe that through the global financial crisis, um, through, uh, you know, through the pandemic and, and other parts of the business cycle. And, and I think actually that there, there is a growing resilience uh, in the small and, and uh, small business and, and mid-market segment. Uh, and, and that, you know, our business owners are, you know, developing more depth and, uh, and flexibility and adaptability in, in how they, you know, approach succeeding in the business environment. You know, I think the, the um, profile of business investment has been a bit mixed. Certainly anecdotally, I see lots of businesses leaning into investment through the pandemic. Uh, as an opportunity to position themselves for future success. So, you know, I don't think it's just a survey. I'd say, you know, my own experience. Um, I've only been in this role now for uh, about six weeks. So, you know, quite, uh, quite recent experience in talking to business owners through the pandemic. Uh, I think we should feel pretty good about where they're at the right now. Do you get a lot of chances to, to get out and, and meet business owners or are you always stuck in meetings? <laughs> uh, you know what? I take every opportunity I can to go attend uh, and speak with business owners. And as you noted in the, uh, in the introduction, uh, I'm married to a small business owner. So uh, I, get, uh, I get a dinner table focus group every, uh, every night. And, uh, and I just love uh, dealing with Canadian business owners. They're, uh, they're a tremendous group and a real, uh, real asset to the nation. I get energized whenever I talk to entrepreneurs because they have such great ideas. Their, their values are usually pretty strong. And, you know, they have a real commitment to their customers. Do you, do you, do you ever feel that way? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, we should all feel really good about, uh, about the, the state of entrepreneurialism and the, the, the state of the business community. And again, I think that it's really great that, uh, you know, through the pandemic, Canadians have, I think, realized and, and reinforced their uh, understanding the importance of, uh, of small businesses and local businesses and, and really committed to ensuring that they uh, that you succeed through the pandemic and into the future. I'd love to drill down on one of the three trends that you mentioned originally at the top of the show, which was um, the, the 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 socially conscious consumers, and 
wondering what that actually looks like to you. Are, are we talking about people who are, are, are seeking out products and businesses that align with their values? Is that what that's about? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the people surveyed uh, have seem to have a strong desire to support businesses owned by, uh, by uh, BIPOC and, and other diversity community members. Um, and over half of them said they'd actually actively go in and seek uh, such businesses in order to support them. And, you know, I think uh, demographically too, that's particularly uh, evident or strong amongst uh, Generation Z and, uh, and millennials. So, you know, I think that, you know, as consumers are out there supporting local businesses, I think they also have a lens through which, hey, how, you know, to what extent can I support diverse business owners and, uh, and make sure that they succeed as well. So this sounds like something that should be very encouraging to a lot of entrepreneurs who represent those diverse communities um, and may have wondered, you know, is entrepreneurship for me? Will customers buy from me? Will the banks lend to me? Do you see this as a factor that you hope will encourage more entrepreneurs and more diversity? I sure hope so. Uh, you know, and in fact, I will say that, that RBC amongst others are, are taking real action to, uh, to try to encourage that and support that. Um, you know, this past year, we made uh, over a hundred million dollar commitment uh, as part of our, uh, you know, action against uh, racism plan to support uh, the growth of black entrepreneurs. And, uh, and we created a black entrepreneurship program that, uh, that provides startup capital access to networks and, uh, and brings community uh, leaders together to network and help uh, grow black owned, uh, black owned businesses. So, you know, I think that's, that's one example of many of how, how RBC and others are stepping up to, to help uh, diverse community owners. And uh, I'll, I'll ask the question, were you like the first to do that? Or are you seeing all the banks sort of uh, getting into that space and being as encouraging as they can? Well, we're, we're really proud to, uh, to uh, be one of the companies that's, that's leading the way in that regard. And, uh, and I think uh, we should all be encouraged by um, the, all, the, you know, the, the wide variety of programs that, uh, that are out there uh, that are starting up to help uh, a real diverse range of business owners. Are you seeing the, the, the sort of social impact side as well, which is the, um, the idea that I want to buy from a business that represents an opinion, a choice, a, a, a chance to choose between, you know, old-fashioned ways of doing things and and maybe different um, approaches. Whether it's about the environment, whether it's about culture, uh, it, it, are, are are you seeing that as being being an, a real opportunity for entrepreneurs now? Yeah, I, I think so. Both both anecdotally and and our survey suggested that uh, you know when asked, seventy two percent of of Canadians said that you know making purchase decisions with a social responsibility lens or social responsibility considerations uh, will play a big role in their, in their future spending. So, um, you know, almost three quarters of Canadians uh, are very concerned about, I guess, the type of businesses that they, that they, uh, that they interact with and, uh, and support. Um, so yes, that, that comes through loud and clear as well. And that's exciting. Do we have any idea where that came from? I mean, is this a George Floyd moment? Is this a pandemic moment? Is it uh, all of the above? Gosh, I, I think there's all kinds of things at play there, Rick. Um, you know, I, I, I would probably go back and say these were probably trends that were underway already. But, you know, the pandemic has really been a moment for people to pause and reflect and think about all kinds of different things. Um, and, uh, and I think, you know, how we spend, where we spend, 
um, and the kind of businesses that we support is, is certainly one thing that that I think has has crystallized in the minds of a lot of uh, Canadians. So, Don, what advice do you have for current small business owners that are seeing so many challenges right now, but also a lot of new opportunities? Well, you know, r- running a business is hard, uh, and and business owners have a lot of things coming at them. So, I would say it's really important to focus on things that help uh, strengthen your business. Uh, and help you stay resilient in the face of uncertainty. And, you know, that's come through loud and clear in the pandemic. Um, so I would say we probably have three tips to, to help you with that. And, and the first is to, if you haven't already, explore digital and e-commerce solutions uh, to both enhance your, your customer experience and streamline your own, uh, your own operations. You know, complementing your current business model with digital payments and e-commerce solutions is, is really critical to helping you stay nimble uh, efficient and uh, and current with uh, with consumer uh, buying patterns. You know you can also explore other digital solutions, more middle and back office to to streamline your operations like uh, invoicing, payroll, cash management, and even virtual uh, employee health services. So you know digitally enabling your operation to help you save time and money and deliver a great customer experience is is you know almost job one and, and our first tip i think the second would be to continue to cultivate strong relationships with your with your local community and community members um you know there's a saying out there that finding new customers is always more expensive and harder than keeping the ones you've got and uh um you know the 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 fastest and easiest uh access to great customers are the ones that are uh, out on the street every day and, and patronize your business today so build on that trust and relationship uh, and relationship equity that you've got uh, with your most loyal customers. Um, and, and that'll help your business uh, stay open and uh, is a great foundation for growth uh, post-pandemic. And I, I should mo- uh, mention that we've got, a, well, we've got an app called Nextdoor, uh, which is uh, something RBC offers to help business owners do just that, stay, stay connected locally through uh, social media. And, and finally, you know, if, if, if you haven't understood the importance of this one, it's really important. Plan ahead for different financial scenarios, uh, whether times are good or bad. And, uh, and this allows you to be more objective uh, and agile in making decisions. And share those plans with your financial advisor or uh, whoever it is you, uh, you work with, your accountant, your lawyer, your banker, uh, so that they're aware of your plans and, and can act on them more quickly when, uh, when you need your support. Um, and you know that financial plan, like it's not something you you write and then stick on a shelf. It it should be a living document that you revisit and update throughout the year as uh, as conditions uh, change and um, and uh, and your business goals evolve too. In talking about uh, financial plans, um, and I you know I totally agree. Everyone should have one, and that they should be doing the what if scenarios. If any of our listeners don't actually have a plan any idea on what the best way would be to get started there's there's lots of tools and uh, and resources uh, out there um you know a great place to start is uh, rbc's uh, small business navigator website which is an excellent resource for uh for business owners to visit there's all kinds of tools and resources uh and uh, and advice uh advice uh, on there so that's a great place to get started I, I'd also say just, you know, come in and, and talk to us. I mean, you know, be, being a business owner uh, can be uh, lonely, um, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and so it's always important to talk to, uh, talk to others, uh, people you trust, whether that's fellow business owners, advisors uh, at RBC, we'd always love to, uh, to, to talk to you and uh, just help you think through uh, the challenges and opportunities you're facing 
and uh, and see how we can uh, see how we can help out. So, if an entrepreneur goes into an RBC branch and says, "Yeah, I just like to talk," you'll talk to them. Um, well, absolutely. I mean, I think we'll try to focus the the conversation on, you know, yeah. hey, what's your what's your business about? What what are your goals? What are the what are the challenges you're facing? Um, you know, what are, what are things you need to do to succeed? And and how can we how can we get help you get there? Because there's there's so many different things uh, that so many different things that we can do. That's a re- that, that's a really reassuring thing to hear. I mean, hopefully they won't, uh, you know, come flocking to your branches and waste people's time. But the idea that that you know you you're willing to speak with them and not just about you know in, increasing their line of credit or something is is is, is very creditable. You mentioned Nextdoor as a product or service that RBC is offering. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that? It helps entrepreneurs with, with social media? Yeah, it's, it's a great little app. It's, uh, it's a mobile app and it helps local shoppers um, learn more about and connect with their local businesses in the area. Um, so, you know, whether, whether you have an online model, an offline model, or a hybrid business model, owners can promote their business offerings and, uh, and even local deals with their community uh, members. Uh, and even interact with local shoppers uh, through this tool. So it's definitely worth checking out. Okay, that sounds really interesting. I, Don, what I'm hearing here is that, you know, RBC is responding with some fairly innovative ideas or products to, to help entrepreneurs, not just through the, the, the tough times, so it's much appreciated. But uh, are, going forward, are we going to see more of this type of innovation in customer service and and, and assistance? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we're, you know, we're always focused each and every day on delivering, you know, excellence in, in, in core banking, but, you know, we also go well beyond banking to, to try to address the opportunities and challenges that uh, business owners face. And so if you look at some of the ones we talked about today, um, you know, the importance of e-commerce and, and online solutions, we have uh, Moneris and Bookmark, um, which is a, which is a partnership uh, that we can offer you know, simple and integrated e-commerce platforms and online payment solutions, all seamlessly integrated, um, you know, so that, uh, that you can get yourself set up with an online storefront uh, and easy payments. Um, and, you know, second opportunity or challenge is attracting people and maintaining great people and keeping them, keeping them well. We have a solution called Wello that we partner with, uh, which is a great solution for employers to consider. It's, um, it's a national kind of... Ver- that's uh, called Wello, W-E-L-L-O, cool. and, and it's a national virtual healthcare platform uh, where business owners can um, get set up and offer this to their employees. So it's really employees focused, um, but set up by the, by the business owner. And it allows employees to access virtual resources uh, for their physical and mental health and even preventive support. Uh, and it's there um, through phone, video, or chat, twenty-four and seven. You know what? I'm fascinated to hear about all these uh, the, the, these uh, services that are available. Um, I'm pleased to hear they're here. Some of them I hadn't uh, known about at all. Are you holding back any more? <laughs> is there any more uh, of these services that you want to share with us? I don't see them as commercial. I see this as valuable information for hard-pressed entrepreneurs who are looking for help and, you know, don't always know where to look. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think a couple would stand out. Owner is one uh, that uh, that's powered by RBC. And, uh, and this is a, a platform that helps uh, business owners set up and establish their, their companies or their partnerships um, in, um, you know, in a very short period of time, um, you know, and, uh, and, and a very low 
cost and keep it really, uh, really simple. And so, you know, really just to get yourself set up, that's a, that's a great way to do it uh, quickly and, uh, and effectively. And then for more established business owners and, uh, you know, many of the retailers that, that uh, you know, would be impacted by a lot of things we're talking about today, we have something called uh, RBC Business Insights Edge. Um, and, uh, and it's a tool that uses all kinds of data that RBC is able to, uh, to collect and analyze to help you understand um, your business, uh, your sales patterns, uh, help identify uh, the kinds of customers you have, and even identify where those customers um, might be somewhere else uh, in other uh, areas or other parts of the city or territories. So that if you're looking at setting up a second store or marketing to them, you uh, you would know where to find them. That sounds like a, like a, a self-conducted to, tool. I do. I it's it's one you that you would set up and uh, and and subscribe to, and our bankers can help uh, help you walk through uh, how it all uh, how it all works. Uh, and right now, it's focused on uh, retail and consumer segments, but we're uh, expanding it into other uh, business segments as well. And it's a uh, it, it really is a uh, you know it's a, a probably sound a bit biased, but it really is a market leading platform and, and capability that uh, that we've been able to uh, to use our data assets to really deliver, um, I think, powerful insights uh, to, uh, you know, to, uh, to clients. Um, you know, real anecdote, I was with, uh, with a pretty experienced uh, retailer who had many stores um, and, uh, and we did a, a demonstration for him. I think he was initially very skeptical and as, as the demo went on, he leaned more and more into the screen. And uh, at the end of it, he, he used the word, this is breathtaking. Like it's, it, it really delivers um, you know, neat insights that are difficult to get in, in any other way. That's fantastic. As I'm a longtime business journalist, I've been covering the small business space for over 25 years. And, uh, and that number hasn't changed in five years. Um, and I've always thought that, that it's a shame that so many of the problems that entrepreneurs face are generic. That is, we all face them. We all go through them one by one, overwhelmed yeah. and, and, and feeling horrified as we, as we deal with them. And it, and it, and I've always thought that there should be a way to aggregate some of the solutions to these problems and, and help people get through uh, these business basics so they can deal with the real problems later down the road. And I'm delighted to hear that RBC and presumably other banks are, are really, um, meeting this challenge. Yeah, 100%. I mean, as I said, we're, we're always focused on, you know, delivering excellence in, in our core banking. Uh, and yet, we are also really focused on the entire journey that an entrepreneur and a business owner goes through. And, and pretty much every step of that way, we are focused on, um, you know, delivering solutions ourselves or partnering with, uh, with others uh, to help them along the way. End to end. Fantastic. End to end. I like it. Beginning to end, end to end. Uh, we've been talking with Don Ludlow, who's Vice President of Small Business Strategy and Partnerships at RBC. We wish you luck in your journey in this relatively new position, Don. Uh, obviously, it's a, a place where you can make a big difference for a lot of entrepreneurs and hopefully have a lot of fun doing it. Thank you so much, Rick. I'm, uh, I'm loving it already and, uh, and get excited each and every day. Great. Thank you for your insights and your stories, Don, and your support of small business. Thanks, Rick. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us this week in the Startup Canada podcast, a weekly show dedicated to unlocking the potential of every entrepreneur. Stay tuned another minute to hear the latest startup community news and the upcoming events lineup, including our hashtag startup chats on Twitter 
every Wednesday and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time. I sometimes show up there too. Until next week, I'm your Startup Canada podcast host, Rick Spence. <laughs>